Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Vancouver Real. However, this isn't a formal episode. We're this calling it a microcast. This is a microcast of a podcast. And uh, we wanted to do this. It's just the two of us riffing, just the two of us. Um, we wanted to cover a couple little announcements. We also wanted just to say, hey, and how's it going? Um, who are you? Who are you? What's are your you? name? Who am I? Yeah. My name's Mike Zaremba, and uh, oh, I see where you're going there. And always with me is my brother Andy. Hello, everyone. There he is. Welcome back. Oh, I'm I'm back. I'm back from a couple journeys, actually. I know you were was, uh, down in the in the Caribbean. It's quite the adventure. Let me tell you, my life's been quite the adventure for the past three months, oh, yeah. in a very good way. Yep. And. Uh, I mean, you got back because you, you went down there and had a cool experience just uh, taking your daughter back to the hospital where she was born. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really neat. It kind of made things kind of go full circle, mm -hmm. you know, uh, with that whole life event of mine. And uh, it was really cool because everyone at the hospital remembered her. And when we came in, like, uh, there was like 12 hospital staff just waiting to see her. And it was a pretty big event on the island. Like, I swear, like, half the island knew of what happened that day. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool to go in there and just, like, show a little gratitude and, and also closure for myself. On the day my daughter was born, I told the whole hospital staff, I'm like, I'm going to bring her back here one day. I'm going to bring her back here. And it was five and a half years later mm -hmm. when I actually brought her back. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I remember you telling me, and you can confirm this or not, but... This island is so small that even when people are having a normal birth, um, they take them to the larger island. Uh, and they only maybe do like five births a year or so at, on yeah, the brack. something like that. Yeah. And so let alone an emergency uh, birth that you had. So I remember it very clearly. I remember that day getting the call from, from our mom. And uh, I was just, yeah, I was in shock for sure. It was so, crazy. And yeah. it was really cool to go back there and bring Ella back, mm -hmm. E back for the first uh, time. Right. So I'm really looking forward to taking her back for multiple occasions. Mm -hmm. She'll be really cool. Totally. Very yeah. cool. Well, welcome back, man. Yeah. And, um, we actually wanted to do this little microcast because we want to talk a little bit more about the Vancouver real speaker series, which is going to happen next week, April 14th. So Andy, you've been kind of spearheading this project. Why don't you spearhead the conversation or just, uh, you know, this, we want to go into it a little bit more and see if, um, we can uh, interest some of you to come out. Yeah, well, really, it's uh, it's kind of an extension of what we do at Vancouver Real, and we wanted to bring a more live element to to what we do. Um, and we lucked out; we have a really amazing speaker, Philip McKernan, agreed to help us out a few months back when he was on our podcast. And uh, it's going to be an amazing night. It's going to be at the Beaumont on April fourteenth, and. It's going to be a live and interactive workshop, so it's not going to be sitting there and just listening to a speaker go on for 90 minutes. You're going to be actually interacting. He is really good. Philip is great at kind of extracting stories out of people and like helping them find a higher version of their own truth, basically. Mm -hmm. you know, and he's really big about um, asking the why. You know, he's really big about the why. Right. Why are you doing what you're doing? You know, and uh, in his book, um, oh, Rich on Paper, Poor on Life, he 
which everyone will receive a copy of when they attend the event. Um, he talks a lot about the life decisions that we make and why we make those life decisions. So he has some examples in there, people who are kind of trying to level up their career, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to do that, they would have to do things like scale their business. They would have to change their whole lifestyle, essentially, when in actuality, they were really, really happy with their lifestyle. However, they felt like they wanted to make more money. And he would actually listen to the story, go into their big why, and he would find out that they were actually really happy doing what they're doing. And by changing their lifestyle at that time, would actually probably uh, change things in a way that wouldn't be super appealing for them. So, um, yeah, he's 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 awesome speaker. I've heard I haven't heard him uh, speak publicly firsthand that you have though. Yeah, I did. At I mean, Man Talks, right? Yeah, he was at the Man Talks uh, intensive back in the fall. And he was the final speaker of the day. And maybe he was on for maybe 60 minutes or so. And uh, quite honestly, he definitely was the most impress- impressionable upon myself. Um, it, uh, it hit me pretty, pretty, pretty concretely, really, um, in terms of just recognizing, like, yeah, like, a lot of the stuff he was saying was just, man, that's so true. It's so true, and um, it really inspired me, actually. It kind of, like, made me want to make sure I was staying as true to myself as possible. And like you are kind of saying, not doing things out of an influence of another person or societal expectations or whatever the influence is coming from. It kind of brings it back to... Uh, you know, what do you want? And and like like you said, why are you doing the things you're doing? And like that's such a huge the why. Question. It's such a big one. Yeah. Why? What's the real why? When you get right down to it, mm-hmm. you know. And that's one. It kind of can be tricky to answer on your own sometimes, because we like to make up stories about our lives to justify the way things are or to justify what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know. So when you have somebody who is completely detached from you who has heard a lot of this stuff before, who can really dive into your why, um, you know, it's going to help you become really clear on what you're actually doing and why you're doing it as opposed to just, you know, starting something that might alter your life in a, in a way that you don't really want it to. Mm-hmm. Right. So, he, yeah, he's going to be a really powerful speaker. We're going to have notebooks for everyone to take notes. It's going to be a really awesome night. So uh, you can get your tickets. We have the... Um, the event set up on our Vancouver Real Facebook page, and you can pick up tickets on Eventbrite. So if you go through the Facebook page onto the event page, there's a link to the Eventbrite, and you can pick up your tickets there. And it's uh, actually going to be thirty two forty for non Float House members, and it's going to be fifteen dollars for Float ha- Float House members. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. It's a very bad time to get the hiccups. Um, <laughs> it'll be fifteen dollars for uh, float house mem- members or london real academy members cool so um yeah i know uh there's not a ton left but uh there are still some left so if you're planning on coming out then uh, definitely get your ticket we'd love to see you in person everyone who supports the show um you know that's another reason why we wanted to put this uh, this little mini podcast out, microcast out, uh, just to kind of keep the ball rolling and connect with you guys again because um, we do have a, a regular following and a regular audience that we uh, greatly appreciate. And we want to meet you. We want to see you and we want to connect with you. And uh, we want to bring this community um, that is online into 
physical reality. Yeah, so. definitely. And uh, on on that note too, we have a special message from the founder of London Real. Right. Brian Rose has done us a pretty solid favor and uh, made us a little video message that we're going to play to the entire crowd that night, which will be pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for those who don't know, Brian is, you know, the, the, head, the head guy behind London Real and also the London Real Academy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really neat what we're doing also. We're actually growing the London, uh, excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. the London Real Academy in Vancouver right now. And we're going to actually start doing uh, meetups, potentially monthly or whenever we can. Mm-hmm. And also, we're going to continue doing different events with the speaker series. So it'll be an ongoing thing. And our goal is to bring in like really high-caliber, top-notch speakers, people that are just out there in the world doing amazing things and are kind of known. So that's one way we're going differentiate, to differentiate ourselves from from a lot of the other speaker events that are going on in the city and having like really kind of big names come in and uh, with really, really solid messages. So um, it's going to be an amazing thing. And I don't know where to go. Like, who knows? You might have like Ido come in and do like a movement workshop mm. or maybe uh, even do something with Wim Hof. These are all people that uh, Brian Rose has connection, connections to at London Real. And uh, we're really hoping to tap into some of those, those, those contacts that he has. Yeah. And uh, bring them in. I know uh, the guy Paul, Paul, excuse me, Paul Hurley, uh, who does Edinburgh Real. Uh, isn't du- Dublin? Oh, Dublin Real. Sorry, Dublin, Real. Dublin Edinburgh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're screwed. They're right all now. on the same island. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are they? Uh, uh, Edinburgh, no. Scotland, is it not? Ireland. Yes, it is. But well, they're, they're all in the same group of islands. Yeah, they're they're, <laughs> they're all together. They're you're, above you're the same. The same. North, um, northwest of Europe. Dublin Real. Sorry, guys. And, uh, yeah, he's doing like a – I don't know if he's announced it yet, so maybe I shouldn't say. Although not that many people were here. He's going to be doing some kind of a, an event with uh, Wim Hof, which would be really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to do that in Vancouver, bring Wim right. Hof out here and do some Iceman training for a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We can go and show him the rivers, and he'd be like, bah, this isn't cold enough. He'd <laughs> yeah. be like, it's pretty cold. No. No, not for the Iceman. No. It's not cold enough. Who knows? Cool. I mean, Brian has great contacts like such as like Tim Ferriss or uh, who else does he know that's bigger out there? Oh, I mean, he's had, uh, well, Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock. I mean, he'd be, he's one of my favorites, man. Oh, he'd, he'd man. He'd be a dream. He'd be so cool. Um, who yeah. else? I don't know. He's got some great connections. I mean, and just his podcast is really, it's been cool to see him grow. I remember watching probably one of his first or second episodes ever and it was just him and uh, his old co-host and uh, you know it's grown so much since then kind of like we have I mean we've definitely have evolved as well as a podcast and um, it's cool to see that evolution now he's you know got the London Real Academy and uh, Global Reels kind of picking up like there's literally all types of like global real podcasts happening from different cities and then also just different topics like people are doing like there's a Toronto Reel there's Toronto Reel there's Vegan Reel there's Horse Reel like you know people are just doing whatever they're passionate about and that's a cool thing it's just like be open be open minded and that's what these people want to do and that's what London Real Academy is all about is about you know, just making stuff happen. Who's that guy? Uh, Tone Flow Real. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> I think it's Tony. Tony. But his last name is Floreal. Floreal. I don't know. I don't know. I think he runs a podcast. He's connected with London Real Academy. He seems to be all over my Facebook and Instagram feed these days. No, so he does. He does Flow Real. Yeah. But his last name is Floreal. 
but it spelled the same thing as flow real. So he just made. Oh. Fl- I'm pretty sure that's something I, like that. You know what, brother? You know you you're liking all my stuff on Instagram and on Facebook, and I appreciate that. Oh, you give so him a shout out. Listen to this, bro. Flow real, Tony. Flow real. We hear you. And I, oh, and by the way, he did a cool Iceman breathing technique demonstration at uh, London Real Summit. Very cool. Which was really cool. He yeah. went in front of the whole stage with Brian, and yeah. he led the whole group in the Wim Hof breathing technique. Very cool. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah. No, actually, I want to give a little shout-out to some people that might be listening to this and who do listen to this. It's actually some of the people I've been to uh, the Spirit Quest Sanctuary with down in Peru. Every time I've gone down there, I've met amazing people uh, from all around the world. And um, I would tell them about the Vancouver Real Podcast, and they would listen, and they do listen still. So I just want to give a big shout-out to my Spirit Quest family, whoever you are listening to this. And uh, I love you guys lots, and uh, it'd be amazing to be back down in the jungle with you uh, drinking drinking the brew. Yeah, and also we've got a shout-out to the London Real Academy. Oh, always. All the folks in London Real Academy. I mean, you guys are – it's a great online community. You know, everyone is essentially um, – they're open. They're they're looking to do things with their lives. They're friendly. They're positive. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to, you know, get involved with an online group that will will actually support what you're doing and uh, give you great feedback on what you're doing. These this is a great group to connect with. And, yeah. and to do that, you have to actually be a member of the London Real Academy. And uh, it's not very much money. It's actually uh, ninety nine dollars for three months. So like thirty three dollars a month, basically. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, you get a lot of value. You get all of Brian's content uh, that he that he doesn't release to everyone. Right. And also you get access to the entire London Real Academy where they'll actually hook you up with uh, an accountability buddy online. So they'll find somebody who is an expert in what you're attempting to be better at and they'll link you up online. So you can literally, like, he can mentor you and coach you through whatever it is you're working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say too, I want to give a shout out to Candace White. She's, uh, part of the Candy. London, part of the London Real Academy, but she's also, she's in Vancouver here and she actually kind of contacted us like, Hey, let's get going here in Vancouver a little bit more. And she's been uh, a great supporter of what we're doing here. And, um, you know, definitely has, uh, been contributing a lot and we really appreciate that candy so thank you and we'll she'll be there at uh, the speaker series night next week april 14th so um she'll be talking about london real and has and she was out at the uh, london real summit uh, a couple weeks ago so you can ask her all about uh, what's going on in the heart of london real so um i don't know who else do you have any shout outs any other people know who i want to give another shout out to the anarchist lawyer ah Alexander. alexander Boldazar. he's actually um Almost ready to publish his new book. Uh, oh. I think by the end of the summer, it is going to be released, and we're going to have him on again to to uh, to do like the, his fourth Vancouver Real episode, which is he'll be the leading guest that we've ever had. If you haven't seen uh, Alexander Boldazar's episodes, go listen to this guy. He's so interesting. He's probably one of our most interesting friends that we have in terms of just. I don't know. Oh, just his viewpoint on life, right? You know, he's he's got a he's got a very analytical mind as he used to be a lawyer. He graduated from Harvard Law years ago, and then he he went to Bali for like right. seven years or something. Yeah, he he quit law and started just writing. And yeah. um and the book his like his big book that he wrote a long time ago finally finally was picked up by a publisher and it's going to be published and it's it's called The Ugly. And he's going to come on and talk to us about that. Um, so if Alex is listening. Uh, and just some of the other going? supporters out there, too. 
like, uh, well, Shalina has been shouting us out on Rising Woman. Oh, cool. You know, Lisa's been donating free haircuts to us right. at, uh, from Lisa's Chop Shop cool. around the corner. Yeah. Um, and just anyone who's been on the podcast. Like, there's so many right. awesome guests that we've had, you know. It's true. Connor from Man Talks has been supportive. They've even, you know, it's cool what they did. You know, they could have seen us as like a competing you know, uh, event more right. or less, uh, and they shared it. They shared it on their social media, which is, right. it speaks a lot. It's like, you know, there's enough to go around. There's enough for everybody, and uh, it really speaks to their openness that they would share our event when it's, you know, they might have considered it a competing event, mm-hmm. and uh, not many people do that. Not right. many people do that, you know, and it, it takes time to get past that fear of, oh, if I'm promoting somebody else, it's going to take away from me in some way. Totally, and I mean that's really the point of social media, you know, promote things that are um, of your interest and uh, and in in your sphere of uh, of 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 interest, I would say. Mm -hmm. And um, on that note too, is really interesting. I posted today on Facebook the whole Panama Panama Papers release thing from Edward Snowden, and that one Mm -hmm. is really interesting. It's like you know, Edward Snowden just keeps releasing stuff. Over and over, and um, so he has one, like lots of things that he hasn't released. Then I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that one works. However, like you know, he it's really cool to see that even like politicians now are going to have to be held accountable for, for what they do, and right. because of the age of the internet that we're in, and information just flows so freely. I mean, now it's like right now in Iceland. They're literally uh, like protesting outside of their parliament building because the prime minister was implicated in um, something to do with their 2008 financial crisis. And if you don't right. know about that, it was actually uh, Iceland. The financial crisis actually hit Iceland first mm-hmm. and then it hit America. And a lot of people were saying that the financial crisis in Iceland was like a precursor to what was going to happen. Well, that was inevitable to happen in North America and the rest of the world. And that the you know the, the documents somehow implicate him in being um, responsible in some way for what happened there in terms of well, the I'm financial th- crisis, and that he actually benefited from it. So mm-hmm. essentially, what happened was I don't really know exactly what happened. There was like some offshore company, which you know a lot of people will send money offshore to avoid taxes. Essentially, so I'm not exactly sure the details of what he did. However, the documents that Edward Snowden released were from this one company, a mega company that like does all these offshore dealings with, you know, some of the biggest names in the world, like Momar, Gaddafi was one of them. Uh, uh, Putin was one of them. Mm. Um, a bunch of people, uh, were kind of exposed in this for almost like a global corruption scandal, essentially. Mm. And, uh, it's kind of come out, and it seems like it's going to get worse. I mean, there's 11 million documents. That's a lot like, of documents. That's a lot of documents. So, so I mean, who knows what's, what lies in there and who, what, what's going to be exposed. Right. And, I mean, you but, know, and, and here's the thing, man. It's like if you are doing something that's going to fuck over a bunch of people, you know, you should be exposed. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be exposed. Well, and I believe... And, like, and like sorry, go ahead. I believe... Um, some of the bankers from Iceland have gone to jail over that. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he Justice was... It was the prime minister that was implicated mm-hmm. in that. So, I mean, in America, I don't think anyone got prosecuted. No, nobody did. In fact, they got bonuses. Right. What happened in America is, like, with the bailout money, they got paid to these giant 
banks. Um, you know, it was in these banks' contracts to pay out these, you know, CEOs their bonuses. So the money that got bailed out, part of it got paid, you know, paid off to these CEOs of these big banking firms in New York, and mm-hmm. it was like literally, you know, millions and millions of dollars of taxpayers' money went into the pocket of these guys who actually caused the financial crisis, right? right. Um, which is kind of messed up. Uh, it just shows you how people can definitely um, use the law and bind, you know, with with contracts and stuff, and just bend the rules and manipulate break the, the rules. system. You have enough money, you can do whatever you want, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's kind of speaks to the age that we're in now. Mm-hmm. I mean, privacy seems to be kind of a thing of the past. You know, everything you do on your phone and your computer, yeah. everything is is recorded in some way. You know, yeah. so I mean, like, and everyone is essentially walking around with a video camera in their hands. Yep, and, <laughs> you and know, like GPS. You got GPS, video camera in your hand. And uh, it's an interesting age because it's like it almost forces honesty. It does. It you totally know? does. And I think that's a great thing. You know, like yeah. And um, and you can take that honesty as as you know, like it can goes on. It goes on forever. How how deep you want to go with your honesty? Yeah. You know, if we had Bolzar here, he'd probably riff on uh, the fact that it can go both ways, though. Mm-hmm. So the internet could be, and the internet and modern technology could be a source of liberation. However, it also could be a source of major suppression because mm-hmm. now it's like, you know, with government agencies being able to access all your stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and who knows what they deem to be illegal in the future or bad in the future. Right. And uh, what could come back to get you. I wonder what it would be like to, uh, you know, personally, just as a civilian, as a, like personally to like get myself offline completely. Like no, no cell phone, no more email. Like, what would that, is that even possible? You'd have to be all phone calls. Right. Phone calls and letters. From like, from like pay phones and from like landlines. Handwritten letters. Right. I wonder how you could. You can reach me at my phone. That's it. And I'll, uh, I'll mail you uh, the details of the meeting. They'll get there in a month. And I'll just drop them off. I'll walk over and take them, give them to you. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll drop them somewhere. You just go, go pick completely them up. off the grid. I wonder what, how. I wonder if that's even possible. I mean, or what, it's probably the expectation possible. would be that. Yeah, you could do it. Expectations there on such like immediate like response times now. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much more productive you could maybe be just in the physical reality though. Like if you just like okay, I don't have time to go on and do all that stuff, but I'm just going to do stuff here in you know whatever work you're choosing to do, and then uh, well, you, your condo probably really clean. Well, that, but I mean, you know what I mean, like. I don't know. It'd be interesting how if uh, I don't know thought experiment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So back. to wrap this up, we're going to be uh, starting a podcast with what is it called? The Galactic. Uh, his name is Jamie McDonald, and he does a podcast called Intergalactic Interviews. He actually shares our mm-hmm. uh, podcasting studio here in Vancouver, real, um, and we're going to be doing his podcast uh, right after this. So. Yeah, check him out um, on Facebook, Intergalactic Interviews. He does a lot of uh, podcasts with different uh, professional comedians in the city. Seems like a pretty funny podcast, and um, he wanted to have us on, and we're going to probably talk a lot about floating. Should be fun. So if you're a float fan, listen, go check it out. We'll be basically just, you know, outpouring our brains with all that. So Yeah, so remember, speaker series on April 14th. Looking forward to seeing you all there. It's going to be an awesome event, and... uh, 
I think that's all we got for now. Yep, totally. Um, and Check the us other... out. Oh, sorry, VancouverReal.tv is a website. Yep. If you want, if you like what you hear with what we produce, give us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, or subscribe to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Those are all very helpful things. And yep. uh, you know, spread the word. You know, if, if you find an episode that you really like, share it. You know, share it on your social media. That's the point. Absolutely. Yeah. Share content around. Spread the ideas that you maybe find are congruent with with yours, and maybe that aren't being um, maybe talked about as much uh, on normal media. So it's uh, you know there is power in that, and if you believe in something, then and you feel comfortable sharing it, then do so. You know, yeah. we encourage you to do so. I know I do so sometimes, uh, probably more than I should sometimes, but that's okay. I want to, you know, sometimes I got to express myself. So. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, folks, and we'll see you soon with another formal episode. We got one booked this Friday and a few more down the pipe as well. And uh, I just want to say a quick shout out to Jessica out in Japan. I know you're listening, so I'll see you soon. And until next time. To whatever is. To whatever is. Oh, wait. Oh. Wait. What? Do you want to talk about to whatever is? We can talk about to whatever is. Okay. So, Let me ask ahead. you this. What does to ever is? To whatever is. So this is one of the most common questions we get asked, actually. (laughs) What does to whatever is mean? And maybe you can tell me what you believe to whatever is actually means for you. All right. So to me, to whatever is, is acknowledging and accepting the present moment from whatever perspective you want to take on it. And whatever uh, frame of mind or viewpoint you want to take on it, and looking at it as honestly as you can, and letting it be what it is. Um, however, also knowing that you have the power to respond in any way to what that is. Um, so that's kind of what it means to me. Is like to whatever is, um, you know. Well, how about you? What does to whatever is mean to you? Very similar. I, you know, I take it as like a, a statement of acceptance, mm-hmm. kind of out of like, I'd say more like the Buddhism tradition or Buddhism philosophy, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. And uh, an acceptance to what is and just being okay with what is and being really objective and honest and saying, okay, this is the situation right now, whatever that happens to be, let's look at it. All right, and we don't have to hide from it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, it's like it, this is the way things really are. And as human beings, we love to make up stories. We love to make up narratives about what's going on in the world, what's going on to us, what's going on for us. Mm-hmm. All these different things we make up stories around, and uh, it's being okay. You know, being okay with everything, being okay with the fact that the world's not perfect. Whatever perfect actually even means. That's mm-hmm. a loaded word right there. Sure. Um, you know, being okay with the fact that, you know, there, there, are, there are a lot of tragedies in the world, yet there's also a lot of beauty in the world. And being okay with where you're at. I mean, ultimately, it's all about acceptance. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you will have to get to a point of acceptance. Right. You know, at the end of our life, we will really have no choice about what's going to happen to us. Mm-hmm. And the only real option you're going to have, unless you want to fight it to the bitter end, is accept the fact that one day you are going to die. Right. And if you can come to that peace earlier in your life and reach that acceptance phase earlier than at the moment of your death, mm-hmm. it can bring you a lot of peace and uh, a lot of surrender, you know, to, to the world. And uh, it's a really, really nice way to live your life because it just it takes the pressure off. Yep. It takes the and pressure it can be off. very empowering, too. Very empowering. Yeah. Yeah. 
and just knowing that whatever you're going through, you know, is, is just what it is right now. Mm -hmm. And it's temporary and it won't last. Whatever that happens to be for you. It will evolve. It will change. Things are dynamic. You will evolve. You will change. And uh, ultimately, you know, if, you know, if we're going to go a little deeper with this whole conversation, it's like, you know, we are in this planet together. You know, there is one species, one human race on this planet right now. And, uh, you know, we got to get past the whole egoic, competitive nature of man and realize that, man, we are just in this thing together. Everyone's doing the best they can with what they have, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and evolve forward, you know, get past the petty games, get past, you know, the mudslinging, get, pa get past, you know, corruption, get past all that stuff. And that's all possible. Mm -hmm. It's all possible. Is it difficult? Fuck yeah, it's difficult. One of the hardest things you can do. Mm -hmm. However, it's so important. In that, and I believe we're slowly, slowly reaching that more and more, you know? Yeah, it seems to be an evolution. And I'd also, last thing I would chime into on to whatever is, is also being open to whatever is and being open to uh, the fact that we don't know everything and there's lots of things that uh, we will learn in the future that will disprove what we believe to be true or objective reality right now. And I think being open to whatever is as well is the last part I'll add on to my uh, interpretation of that. Awesome. Cool. So, there you to go, whatever folks. Next, to next time. To whatever is. To whatever is.